Oh, to cut all this bit out. Oh, and it's like a squashed pea. Yeah, just saying that. Um, hello again, everyone. Hello. How's everyone? <laughs> <laughs> it is weird because you feel like you're going to get an answer. Yeah. I wonder how many people listen to this and like in the head think, yeah, I'm good. Or, I don't know. What, if you listen to it, you Yeah, but people wouldn't. don't usually ask in podcasts. Yeah, that's They're true. They're always like, oh, I hope you're doing okay. Yeah, that's true. Well, we'll just start by having a bit of a catch-up, I guess, because it's been a month since... Has it? Yeah, it's yeah, been a month. because we said we'd do it every month. Yeah. We used to do it every two weeks. I feel like I that's too much. I thought we did much. it every week. We used to do it every week. No, we didn't. Did we not? I feel like it was every other week. Oh. But I still feel like that's too much. Mm. I don't understand what we were even doing, mm. like... How? That's it's too much. we were t- together more, so we were doing things that... I suppose so, that... yeah. That does make sense. Yeah. Um, we've decided to kind of try something like a little bit different and try and make it a little bit more structured so that we're not just rambling about ourselves for an hour Mm. like we have been in the past, (laughs) which I really enjoy personally, but obviously... Yeah, but that's, we're just like narcissists. Yeah, 100%. (laughs) Um, if anyone that I work with is listening to this, because I mentioned it and regretted it straight away... Um, please stop listening now. <laughs> um, so, how have you been since we last spoke? Well, Actually, wait, so let's just discuss how the last the last podcast ended with yeah. us saying... YOLO. YOLO, yeah. And it was New Year's Eve. Yeah, and then oh we my left God, yeah. Okay, and it's go... literally the 1st of Feb today. Wow. That's crazy, yes. actually. We timed that very well. We did. Um... Yeah, so we kind of made some New Year's resolutions, didn't we? Mm. And have you stuck to yours? I think so. As much as I I can remember. Mm. Yeah. Do you think you have? Is Yeah, as much as... I don't think I've not stuck to them. So I think the two that I wanted were... The main ones were like read more and also... I think I said to get fit or something mm-hmm. like that. And I've joined a gym and I've read a book... Cool. I finished a book, so yeah, I'm gonna try and make it. I'm gonna try and continue it. Yeah, yeah. Do you think it's sustainable? Do you think you will be able to? Yeah, I think they're like. I think they're absolutely sustainable. I feel mm-hmm. like I didn't. Some people make really crazy ones, like that. You're not obviously gonna stick to. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I feel like they're like sustainable. I hope they are. Mm-hmm. What about you? Um, I think mine was pretty much the same. Mm. To I think mine was to read a book every month. Yeah. Um, and have you read one? Yeah, I've read three. Wow, this month. Yeah. that's so good. Oh my god. I think I've read three. I read. This is gonna hurt. Which I guess oh, I was reading yeah. from December to January. That's the one by Adam K. K. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Which I kind of enjoyed, but I was kind of just. It gave me a lot of insight into, like, being a medical professional. Mm. But also, I'm quite a hypochondriac. So, oh, I was yeah. kind of... Everything they were talking about, I was like, this yeah. is me. This is happening to me. Yeah. Um, the second one that I read was My Sister the Serial Killer, which didn't enjoy, didn't really, really? rate. I read it just because I'd started it, and I was like, nah. 
Um, I'm I'm currently reading The Tattooists of Auschwitz. Oh, yeah. It's really good. Yeah. Can I borrow that after? It's on my Kindle. Oh, so okay. No. Okay. <laughs> um... It's good, yeah. But it's quite descriptive in a lot of parts, so I just I I'm, I really don't enjoy descriptive writing, so I just skip past that. But. Oh, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. I'm the same. Like when I'm just like, like yeah, you're just wasting words yeah. now. Literally, like I get it. Sometimes it's necessary, but in this, it's more like flashbacks to like when he was at home, and like I'm like I don't care about that. I want to know what's going on now. I want to know about what your journey now. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I guess it is it is very, very good and really insightful and really sad and but um but yeah, definitely read it. I think my second one also was to start going to the gym. Mm. Yeah, because we both said we've not neither of us have really been working out for ages. Yeah, that's it. Come on, come yeah, over here. Come Sorry, my gym. dog's like trying to get in. And she's got very short legs. <laughs> come on. Come on. Yeah, so getting fit. Yeah. So, yeah, we were both talking about how we've, we've both really enjoyed... We've enjoyed it in the past when we've, like, been really into it, but we've just not really done it. Mm. But I have been going to the gym every single day. So good. And I've been using my Apple Watch, which I previously hadn't yeah. been because I couldn't be bothered to charge it. But, like, being active and mm. going to the gym makes you so much more active in general life. yeah yeah it's so odd because you think that you'd be more tired but i'm generally just way more active um and happy and just like feel good so it yeah. is so crazy how much it can change mm-hmm. just how you feel about a lot of things yeah my my current Basically, on Apple Watches, you have, like, a close the rings thing, which is, like, your stand goal, your move goal, and your exercise goal, and mine's, like, 10 calories off being closed. It's oh. really annoying. Yeah, but you'll ha- you will... It's not close to midnight yet, so... No, I know, yeah. but it's just annoying, because I keep getting notifications saying that everyone's closed their rings. We went to... <laughs> I feel like... <laughs> I'm going to talk about it, but we went to vegan nights... And it was just a horrible time. <laughs> so it's basically like how we explained vegan camp out last oh, time. God. Yeah. It was basically like the, like if you live in a city, they'll generally have like monthly food stores. Yeah. So like unless they have like the LCB. Yeah. In London they have loads, but like specifically they do one called Vegan Nights, which is like loads of different vegan food stores Mm. gathered in one place and i've been before and it's been really good but i think because it was like veganuary and just veganism is much bigger and it's london it was just so it was so busy there was so many people there it like you know what the food that we got was not worth the wait Mm -mm. because we waited like 40 minutes for each stall yeah and we we like me me and Ellie went together to the stalls and Jack and Tomo went together to their stalls and they went to like pulled hog roast places that obviously weren't real meat and they had a really good time and they yeah. didn't even have to wait that long but we went to two different ones <laughs> and they were both not good I'm not gonna mention no. what they were called because 
it could have just been fair yeah but this is the thing this is why i feel like these things aren't a great representation of the food because yeah because it's just rushed isn't it it's like it's basically fast food because Mm -hmm. they're having to like cater to hundreds of people and rush it and also be pressured and yeah this is why i'm like they either need to sell less tickets and make mm, it a smaller definitely. thing. Definitely. So that they can keep the policy smaller. there. Yeah. So they can keep the policy there mm-hmm. and also keep the wait times down. Or they need to just get sh- like loads more stuff yeah. there. Yeah. To keep you entertained. Because, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Should we quickly talk about New Year's Eve and, and what we, th- we got up to? And oh, how? yeah. New Year's Eve was fun, actually. Yeah, it was good. We just had people over here, didn't we? Yeah. Or guests. <laughs> For our launch party. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was fun. We got... I got very drunk. I don't know. Did you get really drunk? I was quite drunk, yeah. I remember that I, I knew I was drunk and then I was like, okay, I need to not... Because I was drinking Aperol Spritz. Yeah. And that is like... It just creeps up on oh, you. It really does. And, oh, you know what? I really want a Prosecco. Oh. Do you want Prosecco? Yeah, Prosecco. Okay, I'm going to get some Prosecco. Cool. It's just remembering that night. Oh, God, I'm scared. And then, yeah, kind of hold the... It Don't let go of it when it pops, even though it's loud. Mm. <laughs> there we go. Nice. These are very clean. Are they? Yeah. What a noise. Cheers. Cheers. <clears throat> mm. Um yeah, so New Year's. Yeah. Yeah, you were you were drunk. But well, I don't remember you even getting drunk. I the issue is I didn't really eat anything. Yeah. I didn't have it. But I think as well, I got to the point where I was like, I'm really drunk now. Like, I yeah. need to just stop drinking. So I stopped and drank, like, a glass of water. But then I just started <laughs> drinking again. Yeah. Because I just <laughs> forgot. I, I think I was like that. I remember I was drinking Aperol Spritz and then I was just like, I'm really drunk now. And then <laughs> I had a drink, I had a glass of water. And then I didn't drink again. Yeah. Because that was quite late then. Yeah. But then... I do remember looking around and everyone seemed to be at that stage. Yeah. Like, George was, like, talking about Kasabian and he was just <laughs> spitting everywhere. It was just really funny. Oh. That was a good night. Yeah. I think the best part was... I feel like this always happens when we're drunk, but we get Jack to rap things. Yeah, like, we do. That, yeah, that was a weird, that yeah, was was weird, weird part of the night. Yeah. So, basically, Jack knows a rap... What song is it? It's like a gorilla song, yeah. isn't it? So Jack knows like all of the words to this song. And I don't know why, but we all just made him sing it. And he was just sat there like singing it. And then like all of a sudden... Yeah. we were like his hype girls. We were like, yeah. yes! We were like, yes, this is so good! <laughs> and he was just sat there really calm on the sofa just singing it like... <laughs> and then one of our other guests, one of our other friends, like 
just came in at the part that Jack was singing and literally lifted his top up. And I was like, what are you doing? I was like, it's Jack. Jack's singing it, not yeah, you. Yeah, because he was like, wait for it, wait yeah. for it. And I was like, why? Yeah, what we are you don't doing? care this about Jack's you. Song. Like, <laughs> this is his moment. And then he lifted his top up and he had all of the words to this song like tattooed on him. It was so weird. It was, especially because we were all drunk. We yeah. were like, oh my God, what the fuck? Like, yeah. It was like a magic show, wasn't it? Like, I felt like he was like, what's that magic guy, David Blaine? No. Yeah, yeah, David Blaine. Name? Yeah. He's the one that's like lived in a box for a year or something mm. like that. <laughs> mm. Ma- um, I'm mag- thinking about Magif- that or something. Mag- mm. Magnif... Oh, I really want to know now. It's something like Dynamo. Dynamo. Magnifo. Dynamo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. It's my foot. Um, so, yeah, that New Year's was God. Really yeah. God. We thought we'd do, like, a theme each episode. Um, this... what? Who is it on your socks again? David Attenborough. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the G. The G that is... David Attenborough on my socks, repping. Yeah, so we thought we'd do like an overall topic for each episode just to kind of keep us on track about mm. one particular Cause thing. Because you know words, we can go off on a tangent. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so this week we thought we'd do things that we wish we'd known when we were younger. Mm-hmm. So if we could go back to our teenage Before we selves, were big girls. Yeah, and tell them things now that we know yeah what would we want them to know or ourselves to yeah know? we haven't prepared for this like written any notes so no. this is fresh from our heads but can you think of any yeah so how okay if it was like telling maybe like 16 year old or maybe even younger like maybe 13 or 14 yeah before like before you kind of felt how you feel now. Oh, yeah. Like, it's weird, actually. When you think about going back to that age, like, you literally have no grip on who you are. Yeah. Like, you don't know what you are or who you are or, like, what you're about. Yeah. Really? Like, maybe you obviously... Some, maybe some people do. Yeah, maybe they do. do. I didn't, yeah. If So if I could go back to my younger self, it's weird. I feel like that's a completely different person. So I would just kind of give myself advice on, like don't feel pressured to fit in at all Mm -hmm. because I think there is a you feel so self-conscious don't you yeah at that age I just feel like I would tell myself that it's actually okay to just be however you want to be because I remember like I would I've got really this is a really stupid thing but I've got quite curly hair usually like naturally and I would, like, straighten my hair to, like, constantly fit in with everyone else. Because that's how everyone else around me, fit like, looked. I think that's one of the main things I would tell myself. What yeah. about you? Um, I think I was, like, weird. I was always different in the sense... I know everyone's like, I was yeah. different. But, like, in the sense that... I was like very tall, yeah. so I kind of stood out. I had I developed very early, so I all I've had like big boobs since I was in like year three. Mm-hmm. I was like the opposite. Of really? That. Yeah. Honestly, I didn't get boobs until I was like probably like eighteen. Really? Properly? That's yeah. So odd. Yeah. But yeah, like I so I've never really because I've always felt a bit weird because I've always stood out. I've never really felt like I had to conform to like to trends mm-hmm. or like. Like, 
I don't know, that sounds weird, but I always felt like weird if I did, mm. if that made sense, makes sense. So I don't know, it's really hard to explain. Like I was very insecure, yeah, but not about, like I was all, always very self-aware and I never, I was always very like, I don't, I don't want to say like arrogant, but I was kind of like, this is who I am. Yeah. Like if you don't like that, then whatever. Yeah. Which, See, I wasn't like that. I feel like... Do you think, like, younger me and younger you would get on? I think so. Do you think? Yeah. I'm quite similar to how I, how I was yeah. when I was younger. Because I've always just kind of been very outspoken. And yeah. The only difference, I think, is that I'm a lot more self-confident now. In yeah. This, in the sense of how I look. Because I don't care. Yeah. Whereas then... I was aware that I looked very different. Yeah. So I was very conscious about my height and having really big boobs. Yeah. And I always felt a lot older than I was. Like yeah. I always felt like everyone else was really young and I couldn't really get gel with anyone because mm-hmm. no one else was on my level. I was yeah, always Yeah, that's yeah. yeah. I guess that is very similar to how you are now. I don't think I I was not like that at all. I feel like I was very self-conscious. And I wasn't outspoken, and now I'm very quite out. I would say I'm quite outspoken I'd right say now. Quite, quite outspoken. Quite very, um, and quite confident as well. But like I, I think you know what I think. Actually, like my first real relationship made that come out in me. Like mm. in like I got into a relationship when I was like fifteen. Like my first proper relationship, and. It was like, it was a it was a relationship, and it was like, it was difficult because you're obviously so young and you don't really know what an ex- a relationship's supposed to be like, and um, I think I was very naive, and I was with someone that was a couple of years older than me, and it was just a crazy relationship. At some points, like abusive. Um, so I feel like that's actually what made me come out of my shell. Like, yeah. And then I became a lot more confident after that. Do you, this is something I think about, okay, not quite a lot, like occasionally. Mm -hmm. After, and if mum or dad or anyone family related is listening to this, you might not want to listen to this part. But like, after your first sexual experience, Mm. basically, Mm. I really think... I look back on like after my first sexual experience I really think I changed because I think almost instantly I felt more sexual like I don't know how to explain it like I felt more like I I was more aware of my body yeah and like I was more I don't know it's really weird I actually feel like I feel like I you know what it's really weird I feel like I literally was with in in relationships for the first probably up until I was about 24 maybe 23 24 where I actually felt like I came into my own like sexual and became more aware of myself like and felt confident sexually I feel like it wasn't until that point that I actually like really felt like I could enjoy sex and what sex was about do you know what I mean like yeah I don't know like but do you think that's because you were in pretty rocky and in some ways abusive relationship when you were younger yeah possibly I feel like 
I don't think you really get prepped for sex in that way. At because all. sex is it Yeah, they just prep you like in sex education for the physical side of it. Yeah. Not the mental side of it mm-hmm. and the kind of personal side of it. You just get prepped in like how to put on a condom and like don't get pregnant mm-hmm. and like all of that kind of stuff. Whereas actually it's about pleasure as well as like all the logistics of it do you know what yeah, I mean and I feel like you don't think thing. that yeah unless you're doing it to get pregnant yeah it's purely about pleasure and intimacy and yeah. connection I guess there's a lot of pressure when you're that young and it's like your first time or like your first few encounters of like being sexual you kind of there's a lot of pressure and you don't maybe necessarily enjoy it mm-hmm. because yeah. there's just that element of pressure I guess but yeah how old, how old were you when you lost your virginity? Virginity. I think I was 15. Yeah. How old were you? 16, 16. I remember. I was like, I think I was like just 16. Because I was 15 when I get, went, started going out with my boyfriend. But then I think we were like going out for like six months because he was older than me. Yeah. And he didn't want to have sex with like someone that was under 16. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think one thing that I would say to myself is... Like, don't think so much. Yeah. Like, don't care as much. Just stop thinking so much into everything. You do, don't you, actually? Yeah. You think so much into mm-hmm. things. Like, I don't think half as much as I did back then. Yeah. I used to worry all the time. Like, even my mum knew... Even as a child, I would be like... My mum knew I was a worrier. That's so weird. Mm-hmm. I worry less now than I did when I was a child. Mm-hmm. It's sad, isn't it? Yeah, really sad. I can't bear to think. Those men have walked past probably 12 times. They're being really weird. Um, I can't bear to think what it would be like to be a teenager now. Now. It would be so difficult. Yeah. I feel like it'd be really sad. Like, I remember, like, what did you... When you were a teenager... Say, like, between the age of, like, 14 and 16 or 14 and, like, 18. Like, what did you do? Because I remember, like, phones weren't... For me, anyway, at that point, phones weren't really a thing. I think, like... Between 14 and 18? Yeah. Phones... I got my first iPhone when I was 18, I think it was. Wait, so you're 28? Yeah, 28 now. So how? what year was it when you were 18? 2010 so i was in year 10 okay that's weird you were 18 when i was in year 10 yeah but that would have only made you like 15 16 right yeah but that feels weird yeah at those ages yeah 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 because i feel like when you take it back to that age that feels like a big big difference Yeah. yeah um but yeah i didn't really i remember going to town and not having a phone or, like, having a phone, but you had, like, limited amount of text messages you could send. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's so weird. I think I'm slightly different because I yeah. was a little bit later. Yeah. So, I think I got my first phone when I was in, like, year seven. Year seven, yeah. maybe. Yeah. Or maybe earlier than that. I can't remember. But what I did then, which I think is probably very different to what, like, 15-year-olds do now... Mm. But I would literally just, like, 
hang out with my friends like yeah. all the time. Do you remember MSN? Oh my god, MSN. That's what I used to do. I used oh to literally finish god. school, go yeah. home, go on MSN yeah. to all my friends again. Yeah. You'd meet really weird people. I remember like there's probably a lot of people that listen actually that would remember this time. Was like you'd go on MSN and you'd just be like, I don't even know how you added people. Like, how would you know? Because you did used to speak to people that you didn't know. Yeah. And you'd always ask them like ASL yeah. and shit yeah, like yeah. that, which was if you don't age, know. age, sex, location. <laughs> I think actually, what's odd is that our grow like maybe it's the same for everyone, going from like ages thirteen to eighteen, but that time frame. St- I think each year I change so mm, much yeah. that I can't really pinpoint it into... Yeah, I know like, what you mean. When did you start, like, drinking? Um, like, properly, like, getting drunk drinking? I don't know. I remember I went to... I remember I first went to Mosh when I was, like, 16. Um, and then probably went more often when I was 17. And then definitely when I was like 18 I was like as soon mm-hmm. as I had an ID that's when I'd go out and I mean actually yeah I remember when I broke up we me and my first boyfriend broke up when I was 18 and I remember I went through like a whole summer of like I would just get a bottle of wine and drink it and then be drunk straight away yeah. like I know that's not that much but like I, I, I did that like for like a whole summer that was a weird time but yeah what about you I think it was in like year 10. So when I was, was it 15? Mm. I think that's like when I we started going to like house parties and stuff. Yeah. But maybe that was year 11, 10 or 11. Um, yeah, I remember there'd be like house parties. Yeah. Like there would always be house parties and like you'd always like manage to get booze from somewhere. Yeah. But I think, I don't think, I guess, yeah. I can't remember the, the actual first time I got drunk. Oh, I can. Can you? Yeah. I wish I could remember. What I remember. I think I remember it more because my best friend was more drunk than me. It was like wasted drunk. And it was my next door's, next door, the people next door to me, their mum and dad had gone, or their mum, yeah, their mum had gone on holiday and they were having like a house party there. And the only booze that they had was like, what booze was in the like I don't know drinks cupboard or whatever and I remember we got drunk on port oh my god yeah it's so <laughs> gross I've not drank I really port like since port. that day I love port it's Did, really you don't like it once you've got drunk on it <laughs> such a sophisticated thing to get drunk on it was on. <laughs> so bad I remember that me and my best friend were next door just drinking I don't know why we even did it because like obviously we were gonna have to go back home. Yeah. At some point. So then my friend was wasted, and I remember looking after her, and she was just throwing up everywhere. She threw up on my bunk beds. Oh no. And my mum had to clean it up because she knew she knew exactly what had happened. But I feel like my mum was never mad at me. Like my mum was actually pretty cool. Like she was always Aww. really cool with like. I remember I started smoking when I was like twelve. But at that time, it wasn't that bad because smoking, the legal age was 16 then. Yeah. It's like everyone I knew smoked. And I remember... That's so insane. Yeah. Wait, how how many years old are you? I'm 25. You're you're three years older than me. Yeah. So you were 12. I was nine. 
I was yeah, nine. That's crazy. <laughs> I was a baby. I was there going out smoking fags. That's so weird. Yeah. And then, yeah, what would... So we... Yeah, I remember smoking cigarettes and then my friend's mum found out that we smoked and she was like, right, you've got till the end of the day today to tell your mum that you've been smoking. Otherwise, I'm going to come round and tell her. And I was like, oh, my God, freaking out. And then me and my sister, because I think my sister smoked as well. Oh, she was obviously me, younger yeah. than me. She was nine <laughs> then. <laughs> I don't know if she was like, I don't think she smoked smoke, but she but definitely she, had a, a few yeah. drags of some. And so I was like really freaking out because my friend's mum was really like scary. And then I went home and I was like, just hanging around in my mum's room, to, you know, to try and gauge what kind of mood she yeah. was in. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then I went, mum, and she was like, what? And I was like, I smoke. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> and then she was just like, well, I can't really tell you off because I was doing it at your age as well. Aww. So she was literally so chill with it. Yeah. So I just carried on smoking. <laughs> I remember the first time I got like the actually the the one time I can remember being so drunk that like I basically blacked out. Mm -hmm. It was at like a sixth form party, so like our sixth form, I don't know why, but we had like a budget and we like hired out like bars, and the year twelve. 12 and 13s would go there. I think it was monthly, maybe. Or maybe quarterly. And, like, it it was just, like, a private thing for six yeah. formers. Um, and we went to Sumo. In, oh, I remember that. Yeah, I know. Bornstein Gate. Yeah. And I was, like, pre-drinking with my friends. And we were dressed as bunnies. Oh, my God. Oh, I was dressed as a bunny. And I was, like, mixing Strongbow with vodka. And oh, like, what yeah, the fuck? Literally, my mixer was Strongbow. Oh, and like, my God. I was so drunk. Like, I was so yeah, drunk. Yeah, I'm not surprised. And I got there and I was like, I don't remember, I don't really remember being there. I remember sitting on someone's knee and then basically throwing up on them. Oh, God. <laughs> and then being sick everywhere in the toilets. I then remember my dad coming to pick me up. Oh, and no crying and then uh and then the next day like my friend meg was, were you hung over the next day i was day? i woke up i was where i was still wearing my bunny outfit i was still <laughs> having my makeup on i was just laying like upright in bed i woke up so confused i genuinely to be honest i didn't really feel that that's bad. what i'm thinking i can't even remember hangovers as a thing yeah when i was that young yeah i was just more just confused yeah. and like what happened last night or what how yeah. did i get here but then Meg came around the next day and she was te- she was making up all these stories of things that I'd done, which she was just lying about. <laughs> she told me that I punched a wall. <laughs> and one of the walls. I can imagine Meg doing this. <laughs> and then she was saying that they're trying to find out who did it because they need someone to pay for it. She told me that I kissed someone that at the time it would have been really odd to kiss. And I like believed all this stuff and I was like, why? <laughs> um... <laughs> And then I remember her trying to give me melon and I just kept throwing it up. Oh, what? Um, That's such a weird thing to give someone. Yeah, it, it, in hindsight, it's an odd thing. But really odd. 
Yeah. I don't... Do you know what? I don't know if... I'm glad... With all the things... I, I, I personally think my teenage years were very... Maybe not in comparison to other people's, but I think they were very, like... Like, I think I was a little bit of a, a naughty type teenager. Mm. Like, I did things that probably my parents didn't know I was yeah, up to. Yeah, but I can't imagine what kind of teenager doesn't do that. I But I think... I know people who just were very... Good. Yeah. I don't I know. know a lot of people who were. I Yeah, to be fair, I'm, t- I'm talking... I lived on a council estate where people <laughs> burgled other people's yeah. houses so yeah I feel like I that's the reason why I don't know anyone like that yeah but I, think I remember it's because... going like I remember being these are the kind of people that I used to hang around with this is going to give people from council estates a bad name but we're not all bad because I'm good <laughs> <laughs> the people I hung around with weren't so good but I was telling Ellie about this story last night that um check, wait. oh no this might Wait one sec. I might okay, there we get go. put in prison for this. You won't. Because it's a case, case that might not have been solved yet. They might reopen the case of a burglary. Maybe change... I, I well, mean, no one knows where I live. Basically, I know someone that... Oh, wait, I don't know. I'm not... Burgled a house, but I don't know what house. No, wait, I don't know if... I know. I'm feeling really paranoid now. I don't know if you should... No, I don't I'm want not going to say it. Jail. I'm not going to say it. Well, base, no, just say like... You know people who did something really bad. I know people that did a lot of bad things. And then I also know people that went to... They used to go to Asda because it wasn't that far away. Big Asda. And they used to do... um, They used to do a beer run. They called it a beer run. But when I say beer run nowadays, I think of it as a very different thing. Mm. As like you go and get loads of beer. Yeah, I think. But of it not as, steal it. Yeah, but I think back then someone go to a shop, buy loads of beer, and come back. Yeah, really quickly. Yeah, yeah, do a beer run. Yeah. Back then they called it a beer run, but they'd like go to Asda. I don't even know how the fuck they got away with this because like all of the alcohol is like at the furthest end of the shop, and they would take a trolley, fill it to the top with booze and just leave with it really just leave the shop with it and bring it all the way back to the estate what bring it all the way back and we'd all get drunk off it to be fair i don't know how they got away with it like no, they but... were we were kids then why would they let a like a teenager leave but who's the gonna shop? stop them though because i was in there's a co-op like next to my house and at the minute and <laughs> i was in there and like, I was trying to decide what to get. And this woman who looked very worse for wear, she was, like, looking around being really shifty and then quickly put loads of wine in her mm. bag, in, like, a bag for life, and then, like, walked out. I went over to the cashier and I was like, just so you know, someone's just stole loads of wine. And he was like, yeah, I know. He was like, I saw her on the camera. There's nothing I can do about it. Yeah. Like, they, it's they true. Can't. Like, yeah. they can't... All they can do is potentially not let them in again yeah but they can't really do that unless they have bouncers on the door yeah that's right it's that's so that's such a shitty rule like i remember when i worked at a a shop it was a retail shop and i literally saw people robbing like putting stuff in a bag and i just went up to them and i was like what the fuck do you think you're Mm -hmm. doing yeah but that's just me like that could have got me in a bad situation yeah but that's just annoying that you can't rightfully just be like, 
just say something to them. Yeah, but you but... can't for your own safety, I guess. I've not I've not stolen things since I was very young. Like cream eggs. Basically, I was telling Ellie about when I used to steal cream eggs. <laughs> I feel like I'm looking at it like it was a bad part of my life. Like that's when I hit rock bottom. But it actually wasn't because I, I, I don't think it was all bad. Like I'd basically go to the corner shop, buy a cream egg, but also steal a cream egg at the same time. So it wasn't but how as did bad. you do that? <laughs> I'd pick one up and put it down my sleeve (laughs) and then I'd pick another one up and take that one to the cash desk and pay for that one. And I did it every time I bought a cream egg. I just couldn't buy a cream egg and not take another one. (laughs) I feel like... That was when I was literally, like, 12. Blimey heck. You're very young to be a thief. Yeah, but that's when you are a thief. I I didn't... I probably... The only time, actually, I said, like, the first time I ever stole anything, mm-hmm. I think I was probably, like, 16, and I needed a spoon for my pasta, so I went into a pound shop and ripped a bag of spoons open and took, like, plastic ones, oh. and took one out and left. Okay. But then I felt so bad that I went back into the shop and bought some biscuits. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we've, we, I think we probably had very different like childhoods, mm. not childhoods. I feel like I years. was very like look at not not to be horrible to you, but I feel like I used to hang around with very different people. Yeah. Like I, I think... feel like I now looking back on it, I think actually, yeah, the people that I maybe did hang around with were a little bit scummy. So like I it's weird that I I grew up and I lived and I hung around with people from my estate and yeah there were a lot of them were a bit scummy but I always didn't feel like that I didn't feel like I was one of them but I yeah. also didn't feel like I was one of you yeah it's weird because I was like I'd, I'd been brought up like very well like my mum had very good like she just brought us up in a good way so that I didn't feel like I could fit in with like the kind of rough people Mm -hmm. but I also felt like I couldn't fit in with the people that didn't live on a council estate because I don't know what it is it's really weird actually and even then being affected by class I didn't think would maybe be I didn't realize at the time that I was being affected by class in a way I but I do think that if we'd have been in similar years at school and gone to the, at the same school. Yeah. In our different circumstances, if our yeah. circumstances were the same, I do think we would be friends. Yeah. Because I was very much like, I liked bringing people together. Yeah. And I liked people that were a bit odd mm. or different or like, I yeah. don't know. Yeah, I feel like I. Not that you were odd, but do you know no, what I mean? No, I know what you mean. I feel like actually in school, that was kind of a place where people didn't know where I was from. So yeah. actually, like, I would usually hang around with, like, not the popular people and not the, like, I don't know, like, unpopular people, people, I guess. Geeky people, whatever you'd call. But, like, yeah, I feel like I would just... I think you were in the equivalent yeah, of my friendship yeah. Yeah, I think so too. Kind of grabby, like yeah, the, the grabby, yeah, like the grabby yeah. people, but not, but yeah, 
Yeah, I don't, I, it's weird now, like thinking about it. I feel like actually growing up is a really difficult thing. Like I think it's probably one of the hardest things like going through puberty and just that section of your life is really difficult because you don't know yeah you just don't know anything people are like oh like i wish i was young like i wish i was that was like the best time of my life but yeah in hindsight i was probably the most insecure and lost Mm. when i was like 15 and it's a shame isn't it but i don't think you can be anything else because like I feel like even today, people, that's just how it is. Because you don't yet know... You're just in a constant transition. Mm-hmm. So you can't be sure of who you are. Because you're constantly transitioning into someone who would be more... Like, is going to be sure of themselves in another way Yeah. later on. Like, it's really weird. I feel like... It's it, like the transition from being this person who has been bred by the person who's brought you up mm. so transition t- transitioning from someone who only knows what you've been taught mm. to someone who is actually finding things other things out and yeah. gauging your own opinions on those things yeah absolutely and i think for me the the biggest difficulty was actually finding that i wasn't necessarily agreeing with some of the things that i'd been brought up to thinking yeah. or Finding out that actually the person who I've been, been, been brought up to be is maybe not who I am. Mm, yeah, and like that's breaking out true. of that and like being able to be who you think you are yeah. versus who your family think you are. Yeah. And I think I've always battled with that. Even I think even now, yeah. like I still feel a lot of the time like your family have this preconception of who you are. Yeah. But you're you make you're not that like yeah it's that's actually really true and very difficult to to break out of Mm -hmm. because they maybe don't know they obviously like know you from being a child and like you're not the same person as you are when you're a child and it's hard to it's hard to break those molds when that's the expectation that's been set upon you by other people yeah it's It's like a self-fulfilling prophecy like Mm. if someone's telling you or treating you like this or saying you're really good at music or Mm. you're really smart yeah or you like this or you act like this or like you're naughty you're gonna be it's really hard to like it's kind of because i think about if i ever have children like how do you draw the line like how do you create someone that is gonna have free thought and like not not I don't know it's just it's such like a maze of like discovery and learning and everyone's experience is going to be different but you don't want to like obviously as a parent I guess you don't want to shape them to be something horrible like you don't obviously want to have like a murderer child or Mm. like you want the best for your children but it's like sometimes you don't realize what you're doing might create that yeah Yeah. like yeah you just don't know it's really difficult just get dogs yeah just honestly (laughs) get dogs like that's so much easier (laughs) read like magazines and stuff when you were younger like what magazines did you buy so i don't think i ever went out of my way to buy them but i would if people were gonna buy me people would get me them for like mm. christmas or whatever really christmas presents magazines yeah, in my or, like stockings. subscriptions and stuff 
No, like every year, even now in our stockings, we there's always like a magazine in really? there. Really? Yeah. That's really cool. Really? Yeah. I thought, oh. Um, yeah, so they'd just be like classic, like teen ones. Yeah. Um, but I think most of the time, I it because I was like with the internet, mm. I would like Google things. I would literally Google things like, what does this mean? I, I remember Googling things like, someone did this, does this mean they like me? Yeah. I, I remember genuinely yeah. typing things like that out. And See, like, this is why I'm glad Google wasn't really like a thing when I grew up. Like, mm. I don't think I really started Googling until like... I was 22 That's insane. Yeah. See, I feel like that's not because of your age. I think maybe you just missed a bit. Like, not in a bad way. I just think maybe... Because I'm only three years younger... Wait, yeah. three years younger than you. But I, remember... I didn't really, like, get a laptop even till I was, like, 18. Okay. Like, my own laptop. The... Yeah. And I didn't get a proper... I don't think I got an iPhone until I was, like... I think I might have been, like, 20. Okay, 17, 18, 19, 20. Okay, yeah, maybe, yeah. And I didn't really, like, rely on my phone as, like, my iPhone then, like people do nowadays. Like, honestly, rarely Googled stuff. I had an iPod Touch. Yeah. Like, first. Yeah. And a phone, but not, like, a smartphone. So I used my iPod Touch Mm -hmm. mostly for music, but also for, like, Google. So maybe that's... I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I, like, my dad was obsessed with eBay, so we'd get things really cheap from eBay. Yeah. Um, oh, man, yeah. I remember... I think I eBayed before I Googled. <laughs> That's... No, that can't be true. Honestly, I think I did. <laughs> I remember so being so into eBay. That's so cute. Really? I was. I used to buy loads of shit from eBay and sell shit on eBay. Yeah. So, okay, so basically what we want to do is look at some of Cosmo, Cosmos's, so the... Cosmo, the mag, Cosmopolitan. 20 of their tips about sex. Yeah. So bearing in mind... The date on this article is set as January 7th, 2002. I don't know how true that is. Yeah. Because that's 18 years ago. I think it's if it says that, then it must be. It'd just be an archived one. Okay, maybe, yeah. Which is good, because it means that it's relevant. So how, okay, old, cool, how yeah. old were we when this came out? 2002. Two. That was 18 years ago, so I would have been 10. Oh. Is this too early? I would have been six. The demographic of this uh, magazine are young teen girls. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, because so. you kind of... I remember buying Cosmo and being like, oh, this is what, like, young women buy. Do you know what I mean? Like, this yeah, is you what think young it was women like cool, read. Like, like, yeah. um, so. so, it's about Cosmo's 20 favourite sex tips ever. Okay, the first one is Randy Rubber Dub Dub. Um, before you make love, take a bath together. Prepare the bathroom beautifully beforehand with fluffy towels and candles. Then put two drops of patchouli oil, three drops of sandalwood, and three drops of lavender oil into your bath. Who would even do that? <laughs> if you're 12. That's a lot of effort for sex. And also, if you're like 15, 16, yeah. who has patchouli oil? Yeah. 
Okay, so that's one of them. So it's basically like have a bath and then so, have sex. Yeah, which, okay, let's discuss that. So if you're reading this as a young girl, like you're going to, obviously that's not, you're not going to be able to do that unless yeah. your parents are out. Or so like, I probably would have read this as a young girl being yeah. like, okay, just be clean before you have yeah. sex, basically. Yeah, but I think I probably would have been like, you look subconsciously, into as well, though, don't yeah, you? Yeah, I think subconsciously you would think that is what you need to... Like, yeah. I'd be like, that's what I need to aim towards. Yeah. Like... But imagine think, doing that to, like, your teenage boyfriend at the time. That would just... Yeah. You'd just be <laughs> yeah. like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, it'd be so weird. You'd be like, what is that smell? <laughs> you'd be like, that's the patchouli oil, darling. <laughs> okay, let's move um, on. Pocket full of pleasure. Do you want me to read Yeah. So, when he's least expecting it, tell your man you need some change. Then stick your hand in his pocket and start rubbing his penis through the fabric, pretending that you're really digging around for that coinage you need. When he's good and hard, <laughs> whisper something May West-ish. What, who the flip is May West? In his ear, like, is this a roll of quarters in your pocket or are you just glad to see me? He'll practically burst out of his pants. that's so weird like why would like why would anyone like i feel like all of these things are just like pornos yeah like Like, unrealistic things that's just not how you have sex yeah like that's just if you said that to someone in real life they would just be like what they'd be like this is like imagine if you were like having like I don't know, you were with a group of girls and were like, yeah, this is blah, blah, blah. Like, And you told this story. They would be yeah. like, what kind of planet are you living yeah, on? Yeah, it's just, it's fake. Like, it is not it real. It is so fake. If I did that, in my relationship now, in any of my previous relationships, or people who I just got with... Yeah. That would be... It's, it's so it's weird. Just, it would is not... This a, is, this, yeah. is this a roll of quarters? They would like, just be like, are you kidding me? <laughs> like, it's not realistic. Please never think that that is... Yeah, because like, that's just weird. Yeah, that is weird. But also, um, if you do do that, then that's fine. But I don't think anyone does. <laughs> unhand your man. Give your man a massage without using your hands. Huh? What? Before you begin, slowly undress your partner. Well, how are you supposed to do that with no hands? <laughs> with your feet, duh. But make sure that he stays warm. If the warm. room isn't toasty enough, cover him with towels or sheets. Then keeping your hands at your side, behind your back, stroke his body, all except for his penis. <sighs> with your hair, face and breasts. Once he's totally relaxed, rub your breasts against his penis and he'll happily rise to the occasion. Okay, to be fair, this one, they've obviously used, like, em, like emotive language yeah. in a sense to kind of yeah. gauge a... Because like, at the time I'm, like, thinking of, like, a girl whipping her hair all <laughs> over someone. I wish you just see that. Um, yeah, like, I guess in a way that is, like, kind of yeah. a sexual thing to do is, yeah. like be close your bodies are close and like you're like moving around and like yeah i guess it's just written very yeah like, it's written in like a weird way yeah the next one is heavenly heartbeat so to feel more con- connected in bed tune into each other's heart rate 
lay your hand on his chest and have him do the same. You might be surprised how easily you can become synchronised. Since heart rate speeds up during orgasm, if you stay hand to heart, connected while you do it, you'll feel how wild you're driving each. That makes me feel sick. That sounds disgusting. That makes me... Do you know what? I can't even put my head... What the fuck? I can't even listen to someone's heartbeat because I think they're going to die. So, like, I would not... Like, that is just not pleasurable. Like, if I think too much... I can't even feel my heart. Oh, I can I can't feel it that much, though. That just sounds... I mean, I'm sorry, but that is just so... I don't... I don't... I don't... No, I don't... I hate that one. Um, Putting on the Ritz. You know how hotel sex is always extra hot? Question mark. Try recreating that away from home atmosphere in your own bedroom. First... Purge your room of any family photos or office equipment. What? Then buy sheets with the highest threads per inch that you can find, which feel super silky to the touch without the cheesiness, without the cheesiness of satin. Invest in some thick, fluffy robes to lounge around in. And for the ultimate hotel-style indulgence, set up a tray of champagne and finger foods. <laughs> to savour while you ma- to savour after you make love, you'll both feel like you're on an incredible vacation from the rest of the world. I just feel like it's so false. Like this is setting expectation. Bearing in mind, it's like okay, pan sex basically. But but think about like cosmopolitan. Wait, let's Google what is the demographic for cosmopolitan okay. because yeah yeah oh, what I is forgot we were even recording then. <laughs> Oh, I can Google yeah, it. Yeah, you do it, because it's... Um, so, demographic for Cosmo. Because, like, I'm my sorry, team. but in my head, Cosmo is for, like... Okay. Really, the people probably... Oh, is it older? 18 to 34. Oh, okay. I was definitely reading this yeah. magazine at 16. Yeah. But, and, like, that's the legal age of sex so like we, I, was, I would not buy cosmo now no way like no way yeah, yeah no fucking way i'd be like that shit's yeah stupid so they're they think they're aiming it at that age but in reality probably like 12 to 16 yeah. 17 year olds are reading it if i read this when i was that age i would think like this isn't i wouldn't think that and read that and think that's what i need to do I'd read that and think that that's the normal thing mm. to do. Yeah. It's normalising yeah. unrealistic things. Like, it's not... No one does that. Like, no one is genuinely being how they are in the movies. Like, it's not yeah, realistic. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. I was going to be like, yeah. Because, like, people watch movies and stuff thinking that... Or maybe at that age, I would have watched movies and been like, oh, okay, that's what people do. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's the same in this magazine. If you're watching... If you're at that age... You're reading magazines like this and you're watching films like there are, then you would literally be thinking like I can I get I get it. Yeah. But like, also it means that you're you're gonna have unrealistic ex- mm. unrealistic expectations of what your first time should be like or what any yeah. of your sexual experience experiences yeah. should be like. Because yeah. I'm sorry, but I don't think I've ever I mean, I don't know, like yeah, I don't know. Weird. Hmm. Um, the next one is pop his cork. So <laughs> we popped a cork. We did <laughs> in a slightly different way. In a very different way. Yeah. Although Jack did did jizz in his cauliflower cheese. Yeah, that's true. 
Um... <laughs> That's the secret ingredient. Sure. Um, so try the oral sex technique that I call the screw. Oh. As you're moving, oh my God. As you're moving up his shaft with your mouth, turn your head a bit from side to side, turning, letting your tongue follow a corkscrew pattern. When you get to the frenulum, I don't, I don't even know what a frenulum is. Oh, the part of the shaft just beneath the head. (laughs) Be sure to lick it for a few seconds before moving all the way up to the top. Then repeat, moving down his shaft. What will drive him wild about this is that you aren't just going up and down. You're also going sideways. It's three di- Okay, right. If I was that age, I would literally be like, okay, this is what I need to remember. Yeah. I would literally be like, remembering all of this stuff. Can I just say- so far how many we've been through six mm-hmm. and not one of these has mentioned anything about how you should feel yeah not, not how you should feel but about how to oh, make yourself my feel god good. that is so true like none of them that is so true they're all and about no how wonder. to make him feel good i was saying to you earlier like i didn't feel like i didn't feel like sex was something that i was supposed to enjoy until i was like at least 22 at least that's like six years of having sex Mm -hmm. without really feeling like it was something for me to enjoy and i wonder with this kind of shit i would i can guarantee that potentially actually i can't guarantee but i can imagine that a lot more than half of the population of women ever Mm. ever in existence yeah have thought that sex is for men yeah. over them. I let's Let, let's go to through all of these and if any of them mention how you should Yeah, you, let's do it. Yeah. Let go loudly. When you're sexually excited, really express yourself. Let yourself go in whatever way feels most comfortable. Scream your head off, laugh, shout his name, whatever you have the urge to do. If you're embarrassed, just know that you're doing your partner a favor. Okay. You're doing your partner a favour, okay? The more you make him feel like the stud of the universe, bonus, your orgasms will be even more powerful if you really let her rip vocally. So it says, wait, it said, the more you make him feel like the stud of the universe. Wait, the more you... The more you express your your, pleasure, the more you'll make him feel like the stud of the universe. Why is that our job? That's like... Oh, it's and this is what I was gonna say. Like, there's so even now within within myself, there's little things that I'm like, I feel like this is the thing that I should be doing. Yeah. Do you know what? Like this, you know, I completely feel like I. This is how I know I was a feminist because I feel like it was really like it's really hard to explain, but I feel like. I couldn't enjoy sex because I was a feminist, because I felt like... Like, fuck you. Yeah. Like, this is for me. Yeah. Yeah. But I never actually enjoyed... Not that I didn't enjoy it, but I never actually, I think, reaped the benefit of sex Because you weren't doing it for you. Yeah. You were never doing it for you. Because I wasn't doing it. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Totally. And you know what? If there there was one thing that I could do, 
is that yeah is there yes. that one thing yes. 100% like if I could go yeah. back and tell myself all of this stuff yes. is bullshit everything you're doing is for yourself yeah do not like totally. in every aspect yeah of your, obviously be like thoughtful to family and friends but like yeah. <laughs> in regards to like what you want yeah never think oh do I should I do this because it would like Oh, 100%. That's so true. Yes. I feel 100%. like... 100%. Yeah. 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 Oh, my God. Okay, next one. Toy with him. Stock up on some sex toys. Right, okay. Like... Okay, wait, well, I'll move on and then we can... Yeah. Velvet-lined handcuffs can be exciting and they don't <laughs> hurt like the metal ones do. Silk blindfolds build a sense of suspense, which can be really tight... titillating. Who <laughs> <laughs> uses that word? And you can never go wrong with a vibrator. Ask him to... Ask him to buzz it against your... Cl- <laughs> Ask him to buzz it against your clitoris or tell him simply to sit back and wa- and watch you handle it. Oh. I It will feel amazing for you. Okay. And he'll be turned on just by seeing you so turned on. Okay. Okay. Well, that, okay we got to number eight to actually mention how we feel. Yeah. So they're saying tie him up, put some handcuffs on, tie yourself up, whatever. But also get some sex toys involved, like use it on yourself Mm. but still as much as they've said it will make you feel good it's still for him like Mm. it's like yeah yeah that's true because he like he could make you don't need that he could make you feel good yeah like without it being for him that's true it's like you're making it for him to be about you to be about him in the end and i guess i guess to be fair it is a two-way thing it's not when you're having sex it is about making each other feel good Mm -hmm. eyes wide open don't close your eyes during sex this is a great great. (laughs) this is so great (laughs) this is a great way to explore more of the emotional side of intercourse start by kissing with your eyes open (laughs) and looking at each other during foreplay Gradually build up until you can sustain eye contact throughout both of your climaxes. Oh my god! Do you know what? No, wait, you finish. You'll experience your orgasm in a totally different way. It's a revelation. I feel like this is making me think of last night when we were talking about eye contact on the tube. Oh my god! (laughs) Yeah, so what, what do you think about that one? Um... It kind of freaks me out. Like, I feel mm. like... It's weird. I feel like you could c- totally um, think of these examples in different ways depending on where your relationship is. Yeah, 100%. Like, I feel like if you've been in a relationship for years and years, like, you might think of it in one way. If you've got into... I, don't, I feel like, to be honest, I feel like the people that read in this would be... Like, we're talking about it. In a way of, like, we're young people. Like, <laughs> we're both so gassy, literally. Yeah. We're both sat here like... It's a Prosecco. <laughs> We've been drinking Prosecco this whole time. Um, I don't know where I was going with that point. No, no, it made sense. Because, bit like, oh, forgotten. Yeah, so I feel like at different... Not ages, but different... 
times in your relationship, you this all of these points, to be honest, yeah. are like you'd be looking at things like this for a certain reason. Like I feel like if you were just in an you were young, you'd be looking at this like in a way of like, oh, this is what people, this is what older yeah, people this is, do. Yeah, this is what we're aiming mm, for. Yeah. And I, that's so true. And I think when you have your initial, like your first relationships or like quote unquote relationships, yeah. it is so false. Yeah. Do you know what? Like, yeah, I feel like absolutely. my first relationship was so false because mm-hmm. it was like, we're basically just mirroring in a yeah. really weird way, like what we've seen from like, for me like my siblings yeah. or like like we're just doing things that we think are the mm-hmm. right thing to do and yeah, like, like I remember e- like even having sex and like you just do what you think you're supposed to be yeah. doing yeah and it's really gross it's and also really weird this is why in like nowadays because like a porn mm. like if you're you've grown up watching porn which I imagine both males and females yeah. do now of, of like the generation we're in you're gonna the first time you have sex is gonna be so much more ridiculous yeah potentially because you're gonna be like yeah I can't right, imagine it like or whatever like yeah <laughs> you know what I, mean? I can't imagine it I can't imagine being like if you are a teenager now yeah and you've had your first sexual experience Please email, email us or let... text us if yeah. you know us. Or just tell us about your first experience. And if you think it was in any way influenced by yeah. things you've read, things that you've seen, things you've heard. Mm. Or if you think actually this was a really pleasant, yeah. natural experience. Yeah, absolutely. Um, right, so we're up to number 10. I think we should just sift through them now. Yeah. Um, so before giving him oral sex, position yourself so you're sitting to the side, almost perpendicular to his penis. Cup your hand around his member, <laughs> creating a bun around his hot dog. Wait, okay, so... Okay. Then kiss the part of his penis that's exposed while breathing, was breathing hard. Oh. Your hand will trap your exhalations and make his member feel super hot. With your other hand, work his testicles. Oh my he'll god! Think he has died. He'll he will think he has died and gone to heaven. Where we're just sat there with his cheesy, stinky willy, thinking this is flipping disgusting. Yeah. Yeah, because they probably have got cheesy willies. I I've experienced I've a lot experienced, of cheesy willies. Yeah, as in like yeah. stinky, not like tantalizing. Turn oh. around, face his legs instead. Face his legs instead of his face when you're on top. Okay, face his so, legs. So like reverse cowgirl. Yeah, hold on to his feet for balance. He'll get a great view of your backside. Oh, come the fuck on. uh, A surefire turn on. And if his erection points out instead of up, this position will feel incredibly incredible to him. Okay, let's discuss this. So that position, for me, is painful. It's not really very nice. Well, at that age, I would just be self-conscious. Yeah. Yeah. Like... And actually, I had this conversation with someone the other day and they were saying that they, all of the guys they've ever known have, have, and has, have asked have really liked 69s, mm-hmm. but all the girls that they've spoken to about mm. it have never in, thought, enjoyed it. Yeah. 
that's to me that's yeah oh my god that's so true yeah because like you you all you're thinking of as yeah. a girl is do you want like no this is yeah. gross but you can can you see my bum, bum hole? hole yeah like do i smell like yeah even though you, you even th- that's not the right way round like for a guy to give you real pleasure for a woman they need to be able oh. to access the clitoris, and from that way, they're not yeah. really doing that. Yeah. So, yeah, it's so it's so fucking sixty nine is like it's a thing so... that's aimed towards men. Fuck yeah. that shit. I'm fucking. I'm literally. What's the word? I think we should do hash, hashtag ban sixty niners. Hashtag. Hashtag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ban it. Hashtag. <laughs> hashtag. <laughs> hashtag. Out with the 69ers because mm. it's disgusting. Because that is just not... Yeah. Oh. No. Sure, no. Okay. Bare boogie. You don't have to have a model perfect body to have maximum fun in the bedroom. Oh, thank you for telling us that. Yeah. Like, thank you. Even though all the Nobody images does. in your <laughs> fucking magazine yeah. are of models. Yeah, thank you so with much. With perfect bodies. Yeah. Look at yourself naked in a full-length mirror for five minutes a day and focus on what you love about your body. If this feels awkward, turn on some music and dance naked with your mirror image. By getting used to your unique shape, you'll gain confidence that will naturally spill over into your sex life and make you twice as enticing to your guy. Okay, I feel like this whole article, or whatever it is, just turned around. Because that is like... I feel like all of the points so far have been aimed towards, like, making your man feel good. And this yeah. literally does not even in- talk about a man. It does, though. It's good until the last sentence. So, that will naturally spill into your sex life and make you twice as enticing So, it's saying, yeah. we want you to feel good, but only so you also, can Also, what if you're a lesbian? I guess you wouldn't be reading this article. Because it's... Oh, no, I suppose you no, would. No, yeah. the, the article is called... Well, I suppose you would just relate Cosmo's it. Cosmo's 20 favourite sex tips ever. So I that's suppose... very only aimed towards heterosexual couples. Basically, the moral of this is, Yeah, like, don't, like, no, don't, do not feel like it should be a certain way. Yeah. Be with someone who makes you feel amazing mm-hmm. most of the time because let's be honest you're not always going to feel amazing in your relationship yeah. like it i know it's cliche but there are going to be ups and downs and like some days you're going to feel amazing and you're going to be like i just yeah. want to be near you i just want to be with you and then other days you're going to be like i don't even want you to touch me or come yeah. near me like it's just it's hormonal like yeah. everything yeah but just know that like real relationships and real life you might never have a 69. Like, yeah. you might never do anything other than kiss and have sex in, like, a very and traditional that's fine. way. Like, yeah. if you're getting out of it what you want to get out of it, that's fine. Yeah. Like, no one's there to tell you, like, this is how you should be doing things. Like, yeah. I wish I'd have listened, I'd have known that more. 100%. That actually, like, it isn't about this and that it isn't about like mixing things up it isn't about like trying all of this crazy shit it's actually about knowing and getting to know and set like getting to know your partner sexually both ways them to also get to know you sexually Mm -hmm. and like pleasure you 
Yeah. And I feel like there should be more of this stuff. Like, if I... I think maybe if I'd have known this earlier on in my life, I might be a different person. I might be the person that I am now much sooner. And maybe that might have meant that I have achieved something different. Yeah. Like, or, like, I don't know. Yeah. And also, like, it's so interesting... I know we've already mentioned this, but it's so interesting that these are all aimed at how to please your man. And, like, the majority of things you see online will be based towards, like, how to please your man or your sexual partner. But Mm. actually, I think sexually, women are, in reality, the the harder sex to please please in sex. Like... Because this, it's so like. I mean, the, maybe we're very biased because we're obviously. No, I don't think we are. Because, yeah, because what do you, because we've yeah, grown up reading. Can you the, imagine reading like men's a man's like I don't know GQ or something like that, and I can't imagine an article being in there about like how to please no your woman. I don't know. Maybe that's just me being biased because I obviously don't know. I've not read those kind of magazines. I think we can safely say that the media for years and years mm. and years have been very biased towards... Did like, you say bias? Biased oh, okay. towards, like, the male like male yeah. gaze. So, like, how we should be yeah. for men. And, mm-hmm. and I think, like, I don't feel like that's ignorant to no. say because it's 100% I, I true. 100% like, 100% grew up yeah. with that. So I can say from my personal experience, that's how I grew up and all of the girls that where all my age grew up absolutely and actually another point i want to make is that if you are currently in a relationship or seeing someone or have ever seen someone who has regardless of like whether they're male or female if they've made you feel weird in sex or they've never it's been about them Mm. and about like how you look and like how you're making them feel that's not right like that relationship isn't right yeah because yeah, you could, like, get on really well, but at the end of the day, like, the most intimate part of your relationship yeah. is when you're having sex. Yeah, And, like, absolutely. if you can't be your 100% honest mm-hmm. and real and true in those situations, yeah. then, like, what's the point? Yeah. Because that's, like, the whole... That's when you're most vulnerable, I would yeah. say. And, like, if... It is, like, sex is such a big thing of, of a relationship... Yeah, because when you're in a couple, like, when you're engaged, mm. they're your best friend. Yeah. But also, you're sexually active. Yeah, Like, you're exactly. having sex. Like, it's yeah. like a... And also, I just want to put it out there, you don't have to have sex every day. Yeah. Or every week. Or every month. Yeah. Or every two months. or Like, whatever. Like, do whatever you feels mm-hmm. right. If you're... As long as... Yeah. Do yeah, that's the thing. Happy. Like, you read so much in magazines, like, what we've been reading... That this is how how many times a week you should be doing it. Like I constantly would read magazines yeah. like, this is how much people are having sex. Like, mm-hmm. and then you kind of feel like, oh, I'm not doing that, or yeah. like, I oh, maybe I should be doing this. Maybe I should be doing that. And it's just like, you're not going to enjoy anything if you're constantly comparing like, it to yeah, the, yeah, hundred percent, absolutely. So yeah, that's that's kind of our summary, I guess, of like <laughs> what we could tell ourselves, our younger selves, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Oh. Reminiscing. Mm-hmm. 
Oh yeah. I I think this was actually a good topic. Yeah, me too. Because I wish I could go back in time. Yeah. And tell myself that, but things happen for a reason, I guess. 100%. I wish I don't want to change anything that's happened. No. But I do I wish I could have met someone who yeah. told me that. Yeah. Or maybe I did. Maybe I just didn't listen. Yeah. Like, you know, I that I mean that sounds like yeah. under me. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Okay, if you've enjoyed this and like this kind of new I guess it's more how we used how we started. Yeah. Like, if you've enjoyed it, then let us know because we will continue to like pick. Yeah, send topics. us like possible topics that you might want to like hear us talk about or like you know our opinions of or just questions or just feedback or whatever. Yeah. Just email us at um, biggirlspodcast at gmail dot com. <laughs> I really need a win. Me too. <laughs> Um, okay. Oh. Okay. Bye.